Hi everyone, it's me, Jessica Lahore, and you're back with another Jess Talk. Now before we get into today's video, today's Jess Talk, make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel, hit the little bell for notifications, and make sure that you're streaming my podcast on all platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, and more. Today's Jess Talk is going to be all about drag business, the ups and the downs. Attention the whore Attention the whore Attention the whore Attention, attention Here I am walking down the street Seeing all the boys trying to take a peek Shorts pulled up and chest upright Come on boys, just take a bite Look but don't touch, spin it round and round These ups and lows of, of like my drag experience in business And the upside of some of the things that I've gone through would range from some amazing show opportunities locally, Drag Nation, getting to travel and tour, working at Red Rocks, finding these amazing opportunities. Some of the other highs are when you finally get a hold of your business and like the model that you want to create for yourself. Um, the ability to constantly challenge yourself when you're in competition with yourself that is that's a super up in business and like in in your own drag right in your own drag persona you have to be first and foremost your biggest fan and i mean that in a way that's not um so cocky that it's delusional the drag delusion might be contagious i think part of being your biggest fan and, and being on that upside is being realistic with yourself. When can you be doing better? When can you have a better performance? When are you watching a video and realizing, oh, this wasn't quite how I wanted it to come across? Are my jokes landing? Whatever that aspect is, you have to be your biggest fan because ultimately if everybody else were to go away, there's only one you. Like if you're rooting for yourself, Ultimately, other people are going to root for you as well, but that confidence has to has to be there. There has to be a little bit of that overplayed, I, I am the best one here. Fake it till you make it. But I'm not the best um, at the cost of somebody else being their best, if that makes sense. Um, and I think that, that that's a huge up, up in the drag world because when you have that confidence, when you're building that with your brand – People start to attach to that. Um, people relate to that. Your fan base is strongly based off of your experiences and the amount of messages that I get from people that are just simply connecting from one sentence or a phrase or an experience that I'm going through or that I'm vulnerable enough to talk about because I think most of our high points or most of our ups are built from being vulnerable to people about our lows and like what we're struggling with. People relate to that. Um, I think that is how you build a successful career. I think that is an up. I think that's, that's one of the stepping stones to getting to not only personally like an authentic, unapologetic self, but in the drag world, it allows you to show up in spaces, perform um, in front of anybody and relate to your fans in a whole different light too. You know, when I thought, when I'm thinking about these ups, it is so easy for me to have a list in my head of all the low points and all the <laughs> negative shit yeah. that I probably should not be focusing on. And I think that's unfortunately natural for me. Everyone likes to call it very humble for me. Like when I, when I'm like, oh, I, and I, and I struggle, uh, hearing certain compliments or notoriety pieces and I'm still building what, what, why I act that way. But a lot of it is because it's so much easier to just block it, block it out you and it's good or bad. exactly. And just kind of focus on it, compartmentalize yeah. 
what's actually happening. Um, I can pinpoint low moments in my life where it was depression, eating disorders, um, bullies in the community, online bullies, the internalized demon or saboteur, as RuPaul calls it, of like self-defeat, you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, you're going to become irrelevant. If you don't work hard enough, people are going to replace you. And that comes up. That's that roller coaster that I'm talking about. But there has to be different steps and mantras to bring you back to those high points. Um, it can be um, most of the time I get back to those high places from the most random people that come to a show or message me. They'll message me and say something that you said, you know, changed my perception for the day and made me want to be a happier person. I'll finish an event and they'll be like, uh, thank you for showing representation at this all ages show. My child has been struggling with their identity and them coming to this show made them smile for the first time in months. This is their happy place. And when you hear things like that, in a weird way, it washes away, even for a moment, all of the crap that you could have been feeling in the back of your head. And a lot of people don't even realize when we're having to host shows and interact with people and perform and make you laugh or smile or give you all of our energy, they don't know that in the back of our head, we could be suicidal, we could be depressed, we could be going through family struggles and trauma, relationship issues, issues, financial issues, but we're still there doing it. Um, and sometimes that's, that's our medicine yeah. in that moment. Just like you coming to a show might be the medicine, you know, for, for having a bad day, we're giving you joy. You being there cheering us on might be the medicine that we need to continue moving on. People don't really realize that all the time. They're quick to be judgmental about our song choice or our look or our makeup may not be perfect that day. Or, you know, we're not, not big enough. We're not wearing nails. We look too pedestrian. We're not dancing hard enough. But they have no idea what we're going through. And you'll have those people that that really change that, that mindset for you and remind you about all of the blessings or all of the amazing things that are happening in your life, whether that's hosting one monthly show, getting one new outfit, having a new friend in drag, having someone compliment you and say, hey, I don't know you, but I want you to know that you're doing the right things. Those things can completely shift and change what is happening from a low and just shoot you back up to feeling like you're top of the world, you know? And everyone kind of handles things significantly different. Uh, I'm really thankful that for certain parts of my life, I've had a partner to go home to or that I've been able to vent onto or a best friend and not everybody has that. And I've had moments where I've not had any of those outlets or resources and I am not a very emotional person in front of people. But when I'm in the car by myself, when I'm in the shower by myself, when I'm in the line to the drive-thru by myself, I will take those moments and just cry. I will just let everything that I'm feeling out at the end of it because we give so much of ourselves to other people that I need some kind of emotional release at the end of the weekend. Sunday nights, I am pretty much bawling every Sunday night. It could be bad, good, joyful, whatever the reason. 
it is like I'm building up this pent up during my emotional work week because my focus is being a positive influence on other people. And sometimes when you can't do that, you just got to be real with people and say, I'm having a shitty day and this is how we're going to run the show. So, but people don't relate to that. And I think that there's got to be a healthy balance. I'd say I'm an, I'm on an extreme that I allow my downs or my, my ups to be blocked off and I celebrate them by myself. I celebrate them with people that are close with me because sometimes when you put out and I've gotten way better about this, but when you put out the things that you're, your ups, the things that are doing so well in your life, people will do everything it takes to destroy the happiness you've created because they're jealous or they're envious or they don't think you deserve it. I shall destroy your happiness if it is the last thing I do. Same thing with your lows. You start telling people vulnerability, like vul vulnerable wise, your lows um, and like things that are happening in your life, they use that against you. And I'm definitely somebody that's more guarded. I keep things to myself and I've gotten better about celebrating myself as well as being vulnerable about my lows and my failures than I ever have been in the last couple of years. Um, and there are some people that throw up everything. Everything. I think that there's two extremes and they both have their positives and negatives. Finding that balance of celebrating yourself and your highs and the accomplishments that you're working towards and when you're super excited and super happy and being vocal about your lows and being uh, transparent about when you're struggling, there has to be a happy balance. I don't think either of the extremes are healthy, personally. When it comes to my lows, this is a whole different thing, and I'm okay with talking about them. Um, coming out was a low and a high. It's a middle ground. Um, hardest experience of my life and most liberating experience of my life. Um, I unfortunately went through a suicide attempt that was, again, a very life-changing moment, probably six, I think that was six and a half years ago, um, that changed my entire course but that living like that was the most ridiculous low that I've ever had to manage. Um, and I'm not going to lie, this this low, uh, it's, I don't know if it's the lowest, but um, losing my job uh, at the Old Mary's was a low for me. I felt helpless before that. And I felt like I literally was incapable of doing anything with my life and I was not going to survive. And I've never been in a, in a place where I thought I was never going, I was never going to, uh, make myself anything. I thought that I was done for. That was, the that was it. That was it. I was going to quit drag. I was broke. I was going to have to live, go back home and live with my sister and my family. Um, I was going to be on the streets. I wasn't going to be able to find a job. Um, and thankfully I got out of that mindset, but that was, those are like some of the lowest moments of my life. So if I were to say like maybe my top three and I always give myself a list of three and then I'm like, well, there's five. Well, some of the most highlighted ups in my entire career. Um, and I'm going to say business wise, not relationship wise. Cause that's a whole different category for me. Performing as the second drag queen to perform at Red Rocks was a highlight. My first time on the Denver Pride main stage, center stage in front of hundreds of people um, in only doing drag for a year and a half. And then um, I'd say the third one would be, uh, I'm not going to lie, probably the first Drag for All Ages show that I produced. Um, 
not only do we have hundreds and hundreds of people come, but the plethora of queer youth that are looking for spaces to perform was one of the most life-changing things. And I would piggyback off of that, that me going to Rocky Top Middle School, as much as at the time was crazy as hell and the world blew up over nothing, in my opinion, it was the seed that helped blossom Miss Jessica. And I will be forever grateful for the opportunity I got to go to that school because I don't think I would be doing things in the same capacity that I am. All right, everyone, that was today's Jess Talk. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And make sure that if you have any suggestions for Jess Talks, that you are commenting them down below or writing in. Otherwise, that was all your tips and tricks for Miss Jessica Lahore. We'll see you next time. Bye. Hi, little whores, it's me, Jessica Lahore. And did you know that I'm on Cameo? That's right, Cameo is a platform where you can get personalized messages from me, the biggest whore in all of Colorado. Whether it be a birthday sing-along, a bar mitzvah, a congratulations on your new job, a congratulations you didn't get pregnant, I'm your whore for the message. So follow the link below, click it, and book your next cameo to surprise your best friend, your grandma, your family member, or any other little Lahore fan out there. Come on, book them now.